What's going on, lovely people? Welcome into the show. You're tuned in with Fred and Dre, and this is the Flea Flicker Show. What's going on, Fred? Not too much, Adrian. Uh, hanging out at the in-laws' house today and in their office. So obviously a different setting, but we'll be back at the home soon enough. Back it at the home like an in-law house. Very much that vibe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, how, yeah. how was the how was the weekend? I know Kaya had the the regional soccer game. How'd that go? Oh yeah, it went pretty well. Uh, they won, so that was cool. Uh, a little drama at the end of the game. Drama is always fun. I mean, there's a lot yeah. of drama in the over across the pond when they go to soccer games, and any taste of that makes it a lot more exciting. Yeah, I didn't I didn't expect a uh, a fist fight in the stands at a high school girls soccer game, but hey, who know you. You see it all, I guess, in yeah. those things. People are crazy down there. Uh, they take soccer seriously, I guess, in Kentucky. I thought it was football, but I guess it's the the proper football, right? I, I think it's just every sport. I think Kentucky's <laughs> a big sport state. That's it. Okay. Um, but, yeah, there's a lot of drama in the NFL, too. A lot of, uh, a lot injuries. of injuries. A lot, a lot of, of injuries, injuries this week, yeah. The a big lot names. Of a lot of games that I uh, – didn't go my way too. I did not do good this week, <laughs> unfortunately. You didn't. I won. I won another week, and I won another uh, game of the week as well. So, yeah. Well, we can talk about that when we get to it. <laughs> but yeah, let's get into some news. Um, Chase Claypool traded to the Dolphins. That's like it's kind of a big trade, but kind of not because he hasn't really done much, and he won't be like a huge thing for the Dolphins unless. Mm. Like you were telling me before we started recording, unless an injury happens, basically. Yeah, it's just like uh, the KJ Osborne situation in Minnesota. So Justin Jefferson went down, and now KJ Osborne gets a really good opportunity as the big body target because he's definitely a red zone target compared to Addison. But mm-hmm. um, both of those guys it's... are going to be booms, booms in uh, in terms of fantasy. And if anything happens to Waddle or Hill in that offense, Claypool can be a league winner for sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Just probably not on your fantasy team because you have bad luck with dropping players for whatever. I do. Reason. I dropped. I dropped Justin Jefferson, or not Justin Jefferson. I dropped. Oh uh, <laughs> I dropped KJ Osborne uh, like a week ago, and I dropped uh, Gardner Minshew the day, the same day. I dropped Gardner Minshew on Sunday, and he, <laughs> Richardson got hurt, and now both players, KJ Osborne and Richardson, or and Minshew, are going to have a full month of starter roles. So that's yeah, always. I dropped, I dropped Zach Moss in the preseason in my dynasty league, and then uh, ended up getting the starting role. That was not fun. So I've regretted that decision. And uh, yeah, you win yeah. some, you lose some, though. So. You win some, you lose some. Some players came back this week, though, from injuries. Von Miller back with the Bills. He didn't do too much in his first game back. Um, Cooper Cup, he did do much in his first game back. Um, unfortunately for you, but. I mean, we'll talk about it later. The Eagles. Unfortunately, were fine. but fortunately, they were fine. Yeah, and then uh, Jonathan Taylor came back. Um, he also didn't do too much in his game back. Zach no, Moss- they, yeah, they've said that over the next month they're going to ease him into the role uh, because he wasn't present during camp during the first four weeks of the year. That uh, it's going to gradually build uh, to the full workhorse role. So he's going to start at like twenty percent, forty percent, sixty percent. Just keep going up. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Uh, not great for Zach Moss owners, but I mean, Zach Moss has been doing really good. Maybe he can yeah. try to. Fit I mean, yeah, it might. Who knows? I mean, it might end up being like a pretty split backfield 
at the end of the day, they might not go a full full workhorse for for Taylor. It could go 60-40. So if there's 40% of carries going to Zach Moss, that's still a good workload and a team that mm-hmm. see if there's that much if there's that much percentage going to Zach Moss then though, then I don't know if this JT contract is worth it. Because yeah, he just yeah. got paid he three paid. years. $42 million, 26.5 guaranteed. That makes him the third highest paid running back right behind McCaffrey and Kamara um, for average pay per year. I think it's like 14 mil per year, which is a lot of money. So for a running back. You, you think, for a running back, yeah. For us, yeah. <laughs> for us, that's godly money. That, that would be, I would be able to quit jobs, but <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Um, so we'll see that that's either going to build up the running back market or it's going to crash it <laughs> if JT doesn't play well yeah. or if Zach Moss gets like more carries than him and stuff, you know? Yeah, so I agree. It'll be real interesting. Um, Other than that, I just wanted to hit the bye week teams because they kind of all watched teams in their division get wins, which <laughs> isn't great for the early bye weeks. You no. know, the Chargers... And the Seahawks both watched the Chiefs and the 49ers pull ahead by two games this week, which isn't great. The Bucks watched the Falcons and the Saints bring that division to a tie at three wins each. And the Browns at least got to watch the Steelers take the Ravens down a peg. So that's something. Um, but they both remain a game ahead of the Browns off the bye week. So I don't know. Yeah, it's tough to, tough to evaluate and kind of just sit back and watch your team watch your competition improve and like i mean the jaguars had like a get right week this week and yeah um if you're sitting on the sidelines for that that's something that's not fun to watch and um <laughs> speaking of bye weeks a lot of times the players just take advantage of those and get to do things like go see go see their alma maters and uh, go mm. see family and speaking of alma mater uh baker mayfield was in attendance at Red River, Red River rivalry. That's a tongue mm-hmm. twister there, but um, Texas, Oklahoma, and to my dismay, uh, Texas lost. But um, <laughs> it is what it is. Oklahoma looked really good. Uh, their quarterback had like the game of his life. So um, should hope to see them in the Big Twelve championship. It'd be a good game. Yeah, yeah, we will definitely see. They look pretty good. Um, yeah. Speaking of college, though, real quick, did you see the um, Will Ferrell? <laughs> He was at the USC game or no, he wasn't at the game. He was at the, like his son's frat party <laughs> DJing for the frat. He was at the frat party, living it up. Like uh, what was the movie that he was in? Um, old, 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 old school. school. Yeah. With Luke Wilson. You my boy blue. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah good stuff. But uh, let's hop into these games. huh? Yeah. Let's get into Thursday, it. Thursday night football. The Bears went into the Capitol and took the Commanders on, and I thought the Commanders were going to show out, but this defense is not good. I said they were good last week. They're not good. They've been they've been dropped more than thirty on them every week. And the Bears now forty to the Bears. They went off. They won forty to twenty, and just a crazy game that I did not expect. Uh, I will say I'm going to have a slight correction there. The Bears did not go off. DJ Moore went off. Yeah, no, you're right. DJ Moore. DJ Moore was insane. The trade, the trade panned out just yeah. for this game alone. <laughs> Two hundred and thirty yards and three touchdowns in one game. It's crazy. It's insane. Um, now 
Dick Butkus, RIP, his death may have given the Bears a bit of a boost in this one because they were literally unstoppable uh, in their first win of the season. They snapped a 14-game lose streak. And Justin Fields looked real good, too. 282 yards and four touchdowns. The only, like, the only thing that was kind of bad about this was that their running back core got beat up even more. Khalil Herbert went down with an ankle injury. He's going to miss multiple weeks. So... Rashawn Johnson has a concussion. Um, yeah. What? Well, uh, but Foreman's coming back off of off of injury, so at least they get some kind of uh, help there at running back. And Foreman was pretty good last year with the Panthers. So if he can show any of that, he's been a consistent journeyman in his career. But I do think that if Rashawn Johnson clears protocol, that he will be the RB one in that backfield because they're going to want to see what they have in the rookie RB. Uh, he had he flashed a lot of potential and. Mm-hmm. in the se- short season so far, but um, has just kind of not done much because the offense hasn't done much. And now the passing games woke up. He's also a better receiver than Foreman. So I think that's going to play mm-hmm. into a lot because they're really trying to use fields a lot more and um, have more design runs for him instead of RB runs. Yeah. He's got like a, that natural big body too. He could, he looks like he should be a starting running back, you know, Johnson. He's a huge guy. Yeah. Yeah. He's a, he's a big man. He's a bruiser. Um, he he's what like two two twenty two thirty or something like that. He's he's huge. He's a big guy and he's quick. It's like Brandon Jacobs, who he reminds me of. Maybe not as tall, Science but legend. Should I go get my Brandon Jacobs jersey out? <laughs> Maybe dust Maybe. it off. Maybe. <laughs> um, Sam Howell he had another up and down game. Three hundred eighty eight yards and two touchdowns. Threw a pick. Uh, he's like fun and exciting, but he's you can see his his mind like turning as he's trying to make these plays. He's just young making mistakes out there. Happen. Yeah. He has to get better the, rid of the ball a lot quicker too. Um, yeah. That's big. That's huge. A lot of uh, I mean, his offensive line's not great, but you have to be aware of that and you have to release quick. You have to go through your reads very quick. And if they're not there, get rid of the ball or take mm-hmm. off because he can take off and use his legs. So, um, but holding the ball as long as he is, it's really piling up the sacks there for them. He's on pace for 99 sacks on the season, which would be an NFL record. So uh, that's not a good look. There's only one other team that's like on par with them right now in the terrible. We know know who that is. (laughs) We'll we'll get there. (laughs) Let's move to London though. 9.30 AM morning game. I wasn't even awake when you were messaging me about this one, but uh, yeah. I was. Baby Jack had me up really early. So (laughs) did he? Oh yeah. (laughs) Of course he did. Yeah. He was up. He was ready. He goes downstairs, sees sees stuff on the TV for for the Bills Jags, and he's going football, football. <laughs> Can't really say full foot, but he says football. So that's funny. Yeah, this was a good game though too. Uh, Jags took on the Bills in London, home game for the Bills, but not really a home game. So that's kind of there were a lot of them. there was a lot of blue in the stands though, and uh, there... those those fans got rowdy. Like I feel like they were louder than Orchard Park. <laughs> I mean, hey, London London goes goes hard for their sports. They go hard. Uh, that field's sick, though. Uh, the Tottenham mm-hmm. Spurs. I don't know if you saw the the reel I put on our on our story, but uh, the foot well, the the soccer field like collapses and goes into the stands. Oh yeah, I did see that. I did, and they yeah. build the the football field on top of that, and it it was really cool. Um, but definitely worth a check. Yeah, that's dope. Um. Yeah, check out that stadium. It does sound and look super cool. But some injuries for this one. Zay Jones, uh, he played, but then got hurt again, I believe, right? Yeah, yeah. knee injury. Um, 
the Bills, Von Miller was in, but Greg Rousseau was out. So that's unfortunate. And then the Bills had another couple of horrible injuries in this one. Matt Milano broke his leg done for the year. Day-Day, our, our boy from 607, tore his peck. He's done. That's two big names for that defense when they already lost a corner. That's tough. They got yeah, some three, tough losses. Three very impactful defenders down for the season. That's It's huge. Yeah, and you could say that that might have affected this, but the Jags looked like they came to play in London again. Um, Trevor had 315 yards in a tutty. Ridley got a lot of those yards with 122. He was he was going off out there. Which, Travis Etienne, too. Tredavious White not being there likely helped a little bit with Calvin Ridley because uh, he was open all day um, mm-hmm. on the sidelines. He wasn't open like for huge gains, but he would get like 10, 15-yard chunks, and that's really what you need to do when you're struggling like the Jags had been on offense, so... I do think that Zay Jones coming back in, I don't think it was a coincidence that the offense opened up a little bit more when he came back. Um, he got a touchdown right away. Uh, he's just a presence on the field, and he opens it up for Ridley and, and Kirk. So uh, if he's out for any significant time, who knows, we might see some more struggling for the offense. I don't know, unless they go and yeah. acquire another another piece. Yeah, they got Travis Etienne going, though, too. So they, they do have help from the running game, 136 yards and two tutties, but – did you see uh, Etienne said that he was playing himself against himself in fantasy? Oh, no, I didn't see that. That's the actually... guy he was playing had had himself, and he was playing against him, and uh, that's pretty funny. Uh, it, it, you put up a game like that, and you're like, this is great for me here, but sucks that I, I, I'd probably beat myself in fantasy. <laughs> yeah, I think he cares about more on the field, but yeah. Yeah, it depends how much money's at stake for his fantasy. I don't know if they can put money at stake. I don't know if that's considered betting or not, but. I'm sure it is. Yeah. Yeah, the the Bills didn't look bad, though. Uh, Epinesa led the a pretty good pass rush um, he with all good. the injuries. Yeah, he looked pretty good. And he's he's, he's not known for he's not known for that, but he really stepped up with Rousseau out and Miller not really being able to do too much. Um, Josh Allen tried to win this one, 359 yards and two tutties. Diggs and Davis both went over 100 on uh, for the receivers, and they both scored two. And the defense got five sacks, so they were out there. Um, no run game, though, definitely, no. I think, affected them. Cooks literally had negative yards, so that's not good. Um, yeah, they just stopped using him like, the entire second half. They stopped running the entire second half. Like, just gave um, <laughs> I will say Gabe Davis, though, like he came out of nowhere. Because most of the game, he wasn't doing anything. In the last, like, five minutes, he ended up getting, like, 100 yards and a touchdown. It's like, for, unfortunately, I was going against him. But I ended up winning that, that, <laughs> that game still. But it was uh, very frustrating seeing that early on. Yeah. This was a, a huge win for the Jags uh, against a, a good Bills defense. Uh, and bo- good Bills team in general. Mm-hmm. And uh, it makes a tough loss, though, for the Bills. Um, Bills couple- uh, may be active on the trade market, so... Mm, yeah, they'll do have Super Bowl, Super Bowl aspirations, and with those injuries, they might go to acquire some defenders. Yeah, they might be calling up the Broncos. They I don't know how good. many people you want from their defense, though. <laughs> they have some good, some good ones. <laughs> just like it seems like they can't fucking play in that team. I don't know what's happening with the Broncos' yeah. defense. To be honest, <laughs> well, let's move though to Atlanta, the Texans, and Atlanta. This was actually a pretty good game. Uh, it went crazy in the fourth quarter um, in Atlanta Stadium. The Falcons, they they had the final laugh. They won twenty-one to nineteen over a Texans team that was doing pretty good. Stroud broke the uh, record for most uh, most pass attempts 
to start a career without an interception. And so Judy passed impressive. Brady, right? Was yeah, Brady yeah. number two? Or I think is he now at number two? Brady. I think it was Brady. I don't know off the top of my head, but I th- I do remember them mentioning Brady, so it was probably Brady. <laughs> they saw they showed five uh, on there, and I feel like Brady was the the only one that was like a really good quarterback. I feel like the other the other ones that were up there were like secondary guys that like haven't done mm-hmm. anything yet now. So like Kyle Allen was there. Well, that's not so. Kyle great. Allen was third, and his career well, didn't pan out. So. Either way, Stroud looks good though, so yeah, I think yeah. he'll be better than Kyle Allen. I, I hope so. <laughs> we all hope so. Uh, this was without Tank Dell, though, too, because I, I, he missed the game with a concussion. So it's one of his leading receivers. So mm-hmm. even more impressive. But yeah, fireworks with multiple lead changes right up to the end where Young Hoku kicked the game winner. I love Young Hoku. He's like, Dude, he's, a bro. Yeah, he's, he's a bro. Yeah, he's pro's pro. Yeah. But um, Falcons turned the Texans into roadkill this game and showed him a little little taste of what uh, what it feels like to get ran up on you know yeah i think the texans uh with with the right added pieces in the offseason i feel like next year they could they actually be really good i mean they were even without tank Dell, they were still moving the ball they just couldn't get it in the end zone uh they settled with a lot of field goals this game and i think that's where all their points came from but uh ritter though he he had his best game as a pro despite having two picks but he put up over 300 yards passing he ran the ball well and um he had a solid game Ritter? Yeah. Yeah, it, it surprised me because I don't think of him as a good quarterback. I don't either. <laughs> but yeah, 329 yards and a touchdown in that rushing touchdown. But I mean, three and, TDs to two two interceptions is still not a... Looking at that at face value is not a great stat line, but... Yeah. Um, but yeah, he uh, he looked tough in the fourth quarter and, and got this win. I still don't like him, though. Um, <laughs> you know. Uh I think the Texans just need to add like a number one receiver and some pieces on defense. And I think they're going to be real good. I agree. Uh, let's push to Detroit in basically what we thought was going to happen. The lions Panthers came to town and they just couldn't compete with a better team. The lions won 42 to 24 The Panthers did put up 24 points though. So, I mean, that's saying something they're figuring something out there. Yeah. Um, this one, it was like a, we knew it was going to happen and um, you kind of feel like it's going to be, for some reason, for me, it's like a battle of cats kept popping up in my mind, and uh, the terrible the movie cats. cats with like okay. Android Lloyd Webber songs. But um, yeah, something something along the lines of like, uh, "Oh, the lions they did roar with a victory to adore." The Panthers they did fall as the lions stood tall. So uh, something like that, you know. Uh, <laughs> that should that belongs in the cats movie, to be honest. Something, something, something. Comparing football to ballet, and then mm. lions season the night. Call it like the lions triumph or something. And um, boom, that was beautiful. Instant, instant Lo- Andrew Lloyd Webber hit. I'm swooning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the the lions uh, they did this all with a bunch of injuries, a bunch of young guys being injured. Brian Branch, Amon Ra, huge one, and huge Jameer one. Like, also, they did it without Amon Ra, and they put up. 40 points. Yeah, that's pretty He's one crazy. of the best receivers in the league, and they were able to just move the ball at will. Um, yeah. Jared Laporte, Goff just looks good. Laporta looks like the second best tight end in the NFL right now, Travis Kelsey. Like, uh, he's right up there with Kelsey Andrews as Hawkinson. the top tight end in the league, Hawkinson, and he he looks really good. Um, I think he could have had an even better day than what he did have, and 
if they didn't jump out to such a big lead and just run the ball. Yeah. Jared Goff had three touchdowns and, and a rushing touchdown. So four total. He looks kind of like a, he looks like a top 10 quarterback to me right now, yeah. which is he's back to his Rams days. And I love it. He's confident over in Detroit now without Sean Payton, or I mean, uh, Sean McVay. Sean McVay. Thank you. Without him in his ear <laughs> yelling at him. And uh, David Montgomery, he, it was like a blessing for him to go to this team from the Bears because he's been looking really good. 109 yards in the touchdown for him, too. Really good. His per carry is amazing. Yeah, he looks really good out there. And when, with Jameer Gibbs back spelling him, hopefully next week, that'll be even better. Um, but, yeah, and then Hutchinson in the backfield all day. Got an interception, too. Dude, that interception is filthy. Did you see it? I didn't actually see it. He's, like, on the line. He's trying to put pressure on uh, on the QB. and. Uh, he just reaches out one hand and just snags the ball like at the line of scrimmage. He's a beast. And just starts running with it. I'm like, oh, that was that was filthy. <laughs> that was <laughs> <Yeah>. nice. <laughs> the Lions look like a legitimate deep playoff team right now. Yeah, they me. look a legitimate contender, and the Panthers are still trash. So, like, this game, uh, we knew what was going to happen, but – yeah, yeah. The Panthers' points were in garbage time, so uh, the Lions' defense shut them down. Yeah, one and one good thing, them. like one of the only good things, is uh, Thielen on the Panthers. He's been yeah. pretty. He's just getting force fed. It's like fifteen yeah. targets a game. It's insane. Yeah, he's been doing good like every week, but yeah. I still I still think that the Panthers should like just sit Bryce Young, let him learn with the playbook in his hand behind Andy Dalton. Did you see Andy Dalton took a QB sneak because they were like scared of Bryce Young doing the sneak? That's not good. <laughs> That's hysterical. That's not a good sign, dude. No. Um, They're afraid he's going to get broken. Yeah. They did let Bryce <laughs> Young throw, though, in this one. Like, he, he had some good plays and showed his skills. It's just, he's clearly still like learning how to read NFL defenses. And, yeah. Yeah. Learning. Let's move to Indianapolis, though. The Titans came to town. Uh, this was like a pretty solid game. The Colts won 23-16. to 16. Um, Titans didn't have Traylon Burks. JT played for the Colts, but didn't play too much like we talked about already. The big news out of this one was the Anthony Richardson injury, though. AC joint sprain, which is the same injury that Derek Carr had, but it is a worse um, like grade of injury, I guess. It's just same injury, but a little worse. He's yeah, going to he miss. lift his arm. Yeah, it looked it looked really bad. Um, he's probably going to miss about a month, so that's unfortunate for his like progression and learning. But luckily, they have Gardner Minshew, so I don't think they're going to really miss a beat. It's a very different quarterback, but yeah, it's a different different offense uh, with him there. Um, there's certainly going to be less design runs for him, and. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's shown time and time again that he's perfectly fine as a game manager, doesn't turn the ball over a ton, and he knows the offense there with Steichen. So uh, he has the familiarity there, and I think the offense is still going to be fine. Uh, you might even see a better day for most of the receivers. So like Josh Downs mm-hmm. had a really good game with Minshew there at QB, and I think he's going to spread the ball around a little bit more. Richardson tends to kind of just hyper-target target Pittman. So um, mm-hmm. I think for the receiver – receivers there it's a it's a better offense but uh i think it's a more complete offense not necessarily better i wonder if they're gonna like 
really push the run game with Minshew in there, though, too. Because Zach Moss awesome. looked really good in this yeah. one. 165 yards so and two touchdowns. Um, and then, obviously, JT's there. So. Uh, he's Richardson, got paid, so he's going to want his carries. Yes, yes, he will. I, I'm still surprised that that happened. It, it seemed like they were, like, done with each other earlier yeah. in the year. Um, Richardson, though, really just needs to learn how to, like, slide and not take big hits. He's still not playing. college. These are, yeah, these he's are still playing like he's in college. Human like, beings. <laughs> these are big boys, my guy. Yeah. You can't take these <laughs> hits like that. Hopefully this injury, because he looked like hurt. Hopefully that, like, shows him, like, all right, I got to calm down here. Yeah, you always got to worry about running quarterbacks when they take an injury like that. Because, like, it can always be something like, I mean, obviously it's not the same injury, but, like, look at RG3. Like, after his rookie year, he did nothing. Um, mm-hmm. Look at Carson Wentz. He took an injury, and uh, he was a shadow, a shell of a quarterback compared to what he used to be. And it happens time and time again where guys get hurt, and they're just hesitant on the field and reluctant to run, reluctant to – uh, they get trigger happy in the backfield. So we'll see. I hope it doesn't. He's a really good talent and really exciting to watch. Yeah, I agree. Um, for the Titans, uh, D hop was pretty much the entire offense. They're just feeding him the whole time. Um, and that wasn't enough. They, they couldn't do enough against this Colts team. No. Um, it was a huge win for the Colts because that division is like locked in right now. And, uh, the Colts could definitely be one of the players at the end of the year. So. Not going to say too much else. Tanny was okay. Big interception into the game. Blah, blah, yeah, blah. Big interception. Bad pass. Let's move to uh, my least favorite game of the week. The Giants went to Miami and took on a ridiculously good Dolphins offense. And honestly, this one was a little surprising to me because I thought the Giants were going to get like absolutely wrecked. Um, but the Dolphins only scored 31 points. <laughs> <laughs> the Giants kept it relatively close for a while. Yeah. Um, and then the they just defense. couldn't keep up. Uh, they just the Giants' defense up. was like the only thing. If the if the offense could figure their crap out, it's mostly injuries, I think, at this point. But if they could figure stuff out, then this would be a solid team. The offense is absolutely terrible, though, right now. No offensive line, no Saquon Barkley. Uh, the receivers seem to just keep going out every single week. Someone's going out. Um mm. So it's kind of hit or miss there on the offense. But, yeah, the, uh, the Giants just couldn't keep up. Looked like guppies in this one. And uh, Dolphins take on Sharks, so there's no reason they couldn't handle the Giants. Yeah, yeah. They actually kind of – I think they, they took their foot off the pedal um, towards the end of the game. To Little, yeah, it's something they didn't do against the Broncos. I think the, the Broncos <laughs> game, uh, they wanted – Nobody liked Sean Payton. They were out for blood in that game. Literally, I think the coaches, after Sean Payton trashed Nathaniel Hackett, I think they all agreed to just annihilate the Broncos this year every single yeah. game. <laughs> I think I think so. I think that's uh, quite, poss- quite a possibility. And uh, the big thing out of this game, though, is uh, rookie stud running back, Devin Chain, uh, he got hurt, hurt his knee. And yeah, he he's going to be out for probably at least a month. Uh, so that's huge for, huge for their offense and huge for fantasy purposes. But... Um, they did get Wilson off the IR, so at least there's going to be a little bit of help there still for for Mostert. But he's he's not going to be as impactful as the chain because he was getting he was insane. The chain looks good. Yeah, um, the coach really likes Jeff Wilson though, so I'm sure he's going to get his carries. So you know, pick him up in fantasy. He might he might be going off. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's big for the Dolphins. Big news for the Giants. Daniel Jones went down, neck injury in the fourth quarter. He said that it felt exactly the like entire. The- 
Yeah, he said that it felt exactly like the one that ended his season a few years ago, which is not what we like to hear. No. They're still waiting on the MRI, but apparently they think right now that it's not as bad as they initially thought. So he's he's actually questionable at the moment to play next week. So maybe that's not terrible. I don't think he should. I think uh, we should just start Tarad for maybe a game or two um, because this offense is horrible. And I don't want to see I know it's in garbage time, hard. but Taylor honestly didn't look terrible back there. No, Terod Taylor's a good good yeah, quarterback. He, he, he started for the Bills for a while. He was getting the ball out a lot quicker than Jones. Um, so he was getting it out quickly or taking off and wasn't really waiting around to see if anything would develop. Uh, and right now, the way your offensive line is, you can't let things develop. Either someone's open right away or no one's open you take off. So, Yeah, the Giants' defense played pretty solid against this team, though. They got a pick not- six. I don't know if you saw that. I did. I did. I see. That was your only touchdown, right? Uh, it might have been actually. To be um, honest, it was nice to see Waller getting involved. Yeah, yeah, a yeah. little bit. Been waiting for that, and um, he got involved in this one, and at least it's something, something positive. We thought he was going to be good. Yeah, <laughs> this the offense nobody can be good in this offense right now. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, that was Jason Pinnock, hundred and two yard pick six. That was impressive, and it made me a little happy to watch this one, a little tiny bit. Um, the Dolphins, though, um, oh, I did want to say I hit my bet in this one. $10 bet for A-Chain. I bet against my own team. Isn't that sad? A-Chain, Mostert, Tyreek, and Jalen Waddle to all score and nailed it. I hit it. 200 and I think 60 bucks off of a $10 bet. Pretty good stuff. So at least I'm uh, getting some bets right, even though I'm not getting any of my picks right, apparently. But um yeah, and then the only other thing I was going to say about this one is uh, this is the fastest team in the league. We already knew that, but Reek, Tyreek Hill, he hit 22 miles per hour in this one to get Dude, the that, fastest play. That graphic they showed of the fastest plays this year, and it was like 15 plays, and they were all the Dolphins. It's insane. Like, obviously, like right now, a chain sucks that he's not going to be there anymore. But Waddle and Hill is just still so fast, and then mm-hmm. Mostert. Very Most underrated scary. as a running back, I, I think. And he that, that, that team's so fast, dude. Yeah, the the three fastest players in the league right now are Tyreek Hill, A-Chain, and Mostert. They have, like, the top, I think, six fastest plays right now, which is crazy. They have the top 15. Top, oh, it's the top 15. <laughs> That's so crazy. Um, I mean, there might have been, like, one or two of Waddle in there. But, like, they're all the Dolphins. And then, did you see Tyree Kill got interviewed about being that fast? Yeah, and that practice <laughs> he said squad the, player. He said, Red "Yeah, the practice <laughs> squad guy, the white boy on practice He's squad. white boy fast." <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to see him get in there. Yeah. Um, let's move though. We've been talking about this one enough. Yeah. Uh, let's go to a kind of game that I kind of want to hear your take on. Uh, Foxborough, the Saints came to town. I thought this was going to be a good game with the Saints and the Pats, but uh, the Pats got skunked. The Saints took it 34 to nothing in like last week, I think was Belichick's worst game in his career. And this one was like worse than that. Yes. So. Yeah. Um, you have to wonder, um, is Belichick maybe towards the end of his career? Is he a little bit outdated in terms of his, uh, his play calling? Um, he's yeah. in his seventies. I mean, I mean, the, right? he's old, dude. He's old. Might be sixties. Maybe. Um, if he's 60, he's a rough sixties. but i mean the pads just they couldn't handle the divine power of the saints uh 
This was a saintly beatdown. Uh, Saints have a ta- Saints gave a taste of heavenly destruction in this one. So yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, this was this was an embarrassing game for the Patriots. Uh, Mac Jones is f-ing terrible. I've said it over and over again. He's terrible. They need a new quarterback. Uh, Zappy came in at the end of the end of the game there, and if they don't start Zappy next game, that's just a travesty. And um, they have to see something there. And really, again, I'm going to say it: Will Greer, wrap your mountain ears visor there and start Will Greer. Um, Zappy. In my mind, a little bit better than Mac Jones, but he's not going to sling it. Their defense is taking a hit right now. Uh, Zeppi well. doesn't have and the arm. They need Greer. They need some Greer action. They need like that that kind of magic that comes off the bench, kind of like a, a Fitz magic type thing going on there. And I mm. think Greer can provide that for them. Yeah, I, I I totally agree with your take. Mac Jones looked awful for the second game in a row. Two yeah. picks. He sucks. He threw he threw a fourth quarter pick six that tied Tom Brady's record for pick sixes in Foxborough. Tom Brady was there for like 20 years. <laughs> oh my God. Mac Jones. I'd be at this point, I'd be a little surprised if they don't just go with, it's probably going to be zappy first. Cause he's the, the backup off the bench, but, mm-hmm. but I'd but be if he, if he shocked. Sucks. Yeah. And then if he sucks, please just, just throw in Will Greer. What do you got to lose? What do you got to lose? They're probably out in their division. I mean, they're literally one and four. They are dead in the water. Dead in the water. Uh, on the other side, though, like the the run game for the Saints looks solid. Uh, Carr looked a lot better this week than it did last week. Yeah, um, he looked healthy. Kamara looked really good. They should have sat him last week. They gave uh, Condre Miller some some burn there at the end of the game, and he got eleven carries. Did a lot with that and got a TD. But uh, I think he's going to be a really good talent in the league. And, Going forward, it'll be interesting to see what they do with those two. Uh, I think they're mm-hmm. complementary talent. So uh, Kamara, a little bit undersized. Maybe they'll kind of spell him a little bit and do a split backfield, but we'll see. Kamara, second most second highest running back in the league. So he, they got to use him, though. Yeah, but, uh, second highest paid, right? Uh, average, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, their pass rush did good against the Pat. The pass rush is terrible, so – um, but the pick six, do you, did you know who the player was that got the pick six? No, who was it? Honey Badger, baby. Oh, yeah. Haven't heard that name in a while. Honey Badger. Love. Honey Badgers are vicious. Yeah, that they are. They don't <laughs> man. I'll f- you up. <laughs> Let's push to <clears throat> Pittsburgh. This was a pretty good game, actually. Uh, Ravens came to, t- well, we knew it was going to be a good game. Ravens Steelers is always a good game. Um, but yeah, the Steelers defense pretty much took this one 17 to 10 the ravens got some guys back um obj was in and then out again uh and Bateman most was in. of the guys what's that Bateman was in yeah they got a lot of their injured guys back and still took an l unfortunately yeah. um yeah they just uh the ravens couldn't handle the iron willed steelers this game and uh i i used an edgar Allan poe uh kind of kind of poem last week and uh i guess in that in that light, it was a little ble- little bit bleak here for the Ravens. So uh, mm-hmm. maybe I shouldn't have done that. Maybe the Ravens would have pulled out the W. But um, the Steelers, man, they showed up. The defense stopped them, uh, stopped the Ravens. The Ravens put up 10 pretty early, and then it looked like they were going to score, and then they did nothing from there. But, man, that defense is fun. That defense gets after it. And I mm-hmm. will say in this game, it showed that uh, Warren – is more productive than Najee in that offense. So yeah, um, Najee's Najee, on both of my Najee's teams. Going to so be out, dude. 
I had high expectations for Najee coming into the year, but Me too. Uh, Warren looks a lot better than him in the offense. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. It's like the Steelers have like a Super Bowl defense and a not good offense. Yeah. They could Except be George Pickens looked really good. That's true. That's true. He 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 broke out like 134 his... yards and TD. Yep. And and uh Kenny Pickett, uh he had a decent game. He was more like game manager, which is what he needs to be in this. Especially offense. right now. Uh especially without having Deontay Johnson, without having Fryer Moose. Mm-hmm. Um, without having a legit third option, too. Um, I mean, Allen Robinson looked pretty decent in the start of the year, but he's not a number two. Maybe he's a number three with Johnson there, but uh, I'm not sold on him still. He was terrible last year, so I don't think he's going to do too much in this offense. But, um, yeah, I, I, I think with DJ back, with Friarmouth back, he can do a little bit more, maybe be a little bit more reckless and be a gunslinger a little bit. But right now he's got to be a game manager. Yeah, I agree with you for sure. Um, the Ravens really could have taken a commanding lead of the division if they hold this one off. But TJ Watt, two more sacks, including the game-ending sack. He is Defensive Player of the Year candidate already. TJ really- Watt is, he's a monster, dude. Like, he's a Hall of Famer already. But, like, just keep building on it, guy. Keep eating. Keep eaten let's move to the 4 p.m games um first one in arizona the Bengals headed to town and they showed up they looked like joe burrow might be healthy again uh they won 34 to 20 uh and that's without t higgins he was out with a rib injury um yeah the Bengals showed up jamar chase went crazy against this cardinals defense um a little bit of a side note here. Uh, I was just getting a ton of messages on my uh, my sleeper app, and oh. a guy in my dynasty league who lost uh, AJ this week and Justin Jefferson um, just put twenty players on the trade block. He gave up. It's over. He's done. He gave up. I mean, so you saw uh, the writing yeah. on the wall. <laughs> twenty players on the trading block. That's insane. He's tanking. Yeah. But it's a dynasty, so like, why are you still offering up all these guys? <laughs> maybe he's giving up on the dynasty entirely. Maybe, maybe he's gonna quit the league. It's his league, though. So <laughs> maybe the league is just going to going to shambles. I don't maybe, know. Maybe. All right, continue with the Bengals. Uh, yeah, a little bit. Of yeah, Jamar Chase. There, Jamar Chase went crazy in this one. He's back. 192 yards and three touchdowns. Joe Burrow looked healthier. 317 yards and three touchdowns. Did throw a pick in there, but if they can play like this. This is what we thought they were. If they can play like this every week, they can they can claw their way back into the playoff conversation. Yeah, a little um, bit of a, a claw claw quip there. And I also have a claw quip in here saying ooh, that they, uh, they dug their claws into the Cardinals for a defeat. So, um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Joe Burr was back, baby. He, he came back with a vengeance. And um, Jamar Chase, dude, single-handedly beat me in a, in a league. And... 52 fantasy points, absolutely monster week. Dude, he he said he's always open, so uh, he was always open. Um, mm-hmm. It'll be interesting to see what happens with Higgins, if Higgins comes back, if he comes back and is impactful, who knows. But um, maybe they'll pick up another option. Uh, we'll see. Yeah, I mean, I think Higgins will be back. Joe Burrow looked like he could actually step into his throws this week. Dobbs finally got caught through two picks. They were both like tipped, so they're not entirely on him. But yeah, it was bound to happen at some point. He was one of my stars of the week, uh, so yeah. that kind of looks bad on me. But 
he was doing really good before that, 22 points a game. So, um, but yeah, it's uh, not much was going here well for the Cardinals, uh, at least late in the game. Early on, they kept it really close for a while, though. Mm-hmm. It was a really good game to start. And um, second half, though, Bengals just kind of took over. Yeah, the Cardinals are a team that, like, they might make a little noise here and there and give some people trouble later on that are trying to make the playoffs. For sure. But they're, uh, they're a team that needs to add some players. For sure. Uh, next year or in the offseason. Um, we'll see if the Bengals can pull this off against better teams, though. More skilled teams, rather. Yeah, you know, more skilled teams and, like, better defenses, better offenses. So, like, if they were to go up against the Chiefs, they were to go up against the Eagles, the Bills, uh, kind of Dolphins. Dolphins are better offense, but um, mm-hmm. they may have a worse defense than the Cardinals. I don't know. Certainly not. It's certainly not, like, much better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I agree. Um, let's move, though, to the game of the week that wasn't really a game of the week, but it was my game of the week. <laughs> the Eagles went to L.A. I almost sent, almost said St. Louis. I, like, almost mess up every time, and then for some reason I say it so that you know I almost messed up, but Eagles went to the Rams stadium and took care of business. It was a it was a close one. It was a close one. The Rams were fighting, but it just seemed like the Eagles had more talent, which they do. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, Eagles went to the City of Angels and soared to victory in this one. So uh, I was a little nervous at, at first. Um, the Rams were coming out firing in the first half, and um, but second half, the Eagles defense turned those Rams into lambs, and they didn't do anything in the second half. Uh it was nice to see, though. They they really took Cooper Cup out of the game in the second half. They changed who was covering him. Um, they brought in Roby uh, and had Roby, Roby cover him in, in the slot. So yeah, they just added him. They just added him. They didn't start him because it was like, all right, we just added you. Let's see, make sure that you're acclimated to the defense. And they put him in the second half, and he, he locked down Cooper, Cooper Cup. So, uh, But it, this game did show that Puka and Cooper can coexist. Like I said, mm-hmm. Puka operates on the outside. Cooper Cup operates primarily out of the slot. So they're not going to affect each other too much, and they didn't. Yeah, they look pretty good together. Um, but the Rams, like, line just couldn't handle the Eagles' D-line, and that's what I think. Jalen Carter, baby. Yeah, Jalen Carter, unfortunately. Jalen Reddick actually did really good, too. They both took down Stafford a couple times and were in his face, like, a lot tonight. Or not yeah. tonight, but when they played. Uh, Eagles remain un- undefeated, take a solid lead in the division. I think uh, from the looks of it so far, early in the season, it really just looks like the Eagles are going to run away with the division. <laughs> yeah, it does, uh, especially uh, – we'll get to it in a little bit, especially how the, the Cowboys game went. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, this one was – it was interesting. You had, you had a lot of stars coming out to this game as well, um, and there's no Taylor Swift this game, but I guess it doesn't matter. So – uh, you had Ryan Felipe, uh, Kevin Hart, Rob McElhenney, uh, Quinta Bronson from uh, what's that? The Philadelphia uh, Elementary School, Abbott Elementary. Um, so mm-hmm. she was there. There was a lot of people there. You had a lot of people, a lot of people for. Uh, I mean, the, they made the the Super Bowl last year, so I guess it makes sense. Stars yeah. are coming to to see him. AJ Brown and Goddard looked like unstoppable on this one Dude, too. Goddard blew up. Goddard yeah. blew up. It was it was the game to happen. He was my uh, tight end play of the week, and he came out this week. Yeah, and unfortunately, I picked the Rams, 
So I'm going to have a nice big black L on my forehead again. Four weeks in a row. Woo! <laughs> Let's move to the Sean Payton versus Nathaniel Hackett game. The Wilson Nathaniel Bowl. Hackett. I didn't realize until I was looking at the stats that this was the Wilson Bowl, too. <laughs> Russell Wilson I didn't realize Zach it Wilson. like until during the game. And I was like, oh, it's Zach Wilson versus Russell Wilson. It's the Wilson Bowl. <laughs> Um, I don't. I don't think of Russell Wilson as Wilson. I just think of him as Russ. So I guess then, that's probably why. Then. Or like Sierra's husband. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was a pretty good game, though. Actually, the, the Jets did end up taking it thirty-one to twenty-one uh, without Javante Williams, but that did not matter because they had a different running back that looked better than Javante has all year, Jaleel McLaughlin, who I had never heard of until then. <laughs> yeah, uh, McLaughlin. Uh, Really weird fact: He's the all-time leading NCAA rusher. Oh, I didn't know that. Which is Maybe insane. I should have heard of him. Which is insane. Um, but like, like all the big names that have come out of college football and been huge NFL names, and that guy was the all-time leading rusher. It's like, uh, the, uh, how long how was he, in he under the radar? I don't know how long he was in college. Uh, but, yeah, how old is this guy? Should we look yeah, it up? Yeah. <laughs> Was he like 30 playing against these guys in college? How, how is this going? Um, yeah, he had like 8,900 rushing yards when he was in college. He's only 23. I thought he'd be older. That's that's wild. Wait, is he a rookie? Rookie or second year? Man, we don't know anything about this yeah. guy. Oh, my God. He's, he's a mystery. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to know him by the end of the year at this yeah. rate, though, I think. He's he NFL man, NFL man of mystery. Yeah, he had 7.56 yards per carry. He looked good out there. Did you see his little uh, his bowl celebration after his touchdown? No. He like he does the like like bull stomping the ground thing. Like like LeBron doing that for his mom. I don't know, but like the LeBron step where he pushes down, or like a bull, like like scraping. Oh, okay. Like he's about to charge. What Apollo does that? My dog. Well, there you go. He's doing little, the Apollo touchdown my little, celebration. Uh, my little 15-pound dog uh, does that like he's about to charge you. <laughs> yeah. It was an entertaining game, though. I think uh, Zach Wilson was, like, okay. But I still think that uh, the Jets would have done much better with a different quarterback. <laughs> I agree. Um, and with how this week went for a few teams, you might see some some guys on the trading block in the next couple weeks and see if they shake up some noise. But uh, it won't be guard and issue because – I mean, she's going to be starting for the next month with the Colts, so at least. Um, But, yeah, this one, this was a really good game. Uh, The Jets took off and uh, left the Broncos in their dust. Uh, But really, stay off the runway when when Brees Hall is running, right? Oh, he looked good. Brees Hall came out, and he looked excellent this game. 177 yards and a touchdown. He crushed it unstoppable basically yeah and the, the defense though too quincy williams two sacks including a late strip sack strip strip sack that turned into a touchdown that ended the game basically yeah yeah they looked really good and Cortland sutton was locked up all game couldn't get anything going i think he only had one catch did you see uh did you see after the game when uh the jets coach fudge nugget what's the jets coach name do you know uh robert sala yeah, when Robert Sala was uh, shaking Sean Payton's hand, he no. told him to stay humble. <laughs> stay humble. Sean Payton. Um, did you see Hackett got the game ball? Who did? Hackett. 
No, I didn't. That's, yeah, that's great. He got the game ball. I don't know if I agree with that, but. And the players, the players before the game said, let's win this one for Hackett. So <laughs> I love it. And they did. They were literally coming out pissed off at Sean Payton and fighting for Hackett. Sean Payton really thought he was just going to come back and be a star again. Nope. And you suck at <laughs> <laughs> You don't got Drew Brees anymore, buddy. No. Nah, don't got that guy to save you. You got to wash for us. Yeah. The Broncos, though, I think uh, I think you already mentioned it, but, yeah, I think they have a lot of guys on the trade block right now. Yeah, they, uh, specifically they should. Specifically on the defense. They should. He said that they he, that he, like, didn't want to trade the receivers, but we'll see if that lasts, if they keep losing. We'll see. Yeah. Let's move, though, to Minnesota. The Chiefs went to Minnesota in a game that I thought was pretty solid. Um, the Chiefs pretty did solid. end up winning it. Like, they – Tend to do twenty-seven to twenty. Vikings like to lose games. Um, there were a couple injuries in this one though that were pretty scary when they happened. First, Travis Kelsey went down with a non-contact ankle. He has a high ankle sprain. So uh, I thought it was a low ankle sprain. Is it high ankle? They said high. Well, it's, that's much worse if it's a high ankle. I thought it was low. But he played through it. Yeah, he 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 had that thing taped up heavy, and then he got like the game-winning touchdown, which just speaks to Travis Kelsey. Yeah. He might have done it for Taylor. Yeah, I was going to say he had to gut it out for Taylor. Had to show her that he was tough, (laughs) you know? Yeah, but the bigger injury in this one was Jefferson. He uh, Another non-contact injury on the turf that I hate. Turf should be outlawed. There should be no turf. I agree. Um, He had a hamstring injury non-contact, and he is going to IR, which is not good. He's going to miss, like, at least a month. Pick up KJ Osborne. And Jordan Addison. Jordan Addison, if he's available. If he's not, which he probably isn't, he should be starting every single game. Yeah. Um, but yeah this one is tough, though. Yeah, it, it's tough. It's a tough pill to swallow. But, yeah, this one, I think the Vikings, even without Jefferson, even after he went down, I think they really shot themselves in the foot. Um, they had multiple opportunities towards the end of the game to win this, and they just didn't execute. Uh, so I think the Vikings really lost it more so than the Chiefs win it, but the Chiefs did prove they're still the rulers of the gridiron and, uh, are, are not to be trifled with, but, um, Mm -hmm. this with Jefferson going down for the foreseeable future, it doesn't look like the Vikings will win probably any games. Um, (laughs) depends on who they're playing, but yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I haven't looked at their schedule yet, but it really depends who they're playing. Uh, but you could see Kirk Cousins go on the block in my mind. Uh, that's someone I would love to see go to the Jets. Uh, I think Kirk Cousins with the Jets would be phenomenal. Give I don't him, know if they can afford him. I don't know if they can either, but we'll see. Um, but him paired with Wilson instead as his new uh, running mate instead of Jefferson. That's a playoff uh, team. That's a playoff team. That's a playoff team. Yeah, um, Spags on this defense were bringing the heat against Kirk all day, too. And Kirk looked pretty good. He made way less mistakes in the past few games against a tough defensive front. So, right, so I, I really four think games that... for the Vikings. You got Bears, 49ers, Packers, Falcons. If they're lucky, they go 2-2. Two and two. They're definitely going to lose to the Niners. Yeah. Um, There's no way they beat the 49ers without Justin Jefferson. I feel like the other three are winnable, though, even without Jefferson. Even without Jefferson, you think? 
I think. Like, what did you say? Bears, Falcons, and Packers? Bears, Falcons, Packers, the other three. I mean, none of them are like world beaters. They're beatable. It's tough. It'll be tough without Jefferson for sure. I think this weekend, this weekend they play the Bears, and I think that's really going to going to show what it looks like going forward um, yeah. because the Bears of those teams certainly have the worst defense. So if they can't score on the Bears without Jefferson, they're not going to score on the Packers, the Falcons, or 49ers. So. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. I, I think the Jefferson injury really affected the end of this one too since he wasn't there for the the game ender. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Teams that find a way, find a way though, and the Vikings seem to not be finding ways. So. No, not at all. Yeah, let's move, though, to Sunday night football. We were just talking about the 49ers. Uh, they had a f-ing game in this one. <laughs> the Cowboys came to town. People thought it was going to be a good game, but I told you, I told you the Cowboys were going to get wrecked, and they did. 49ers took them 42-10. to 10. This defense was supposed to be good. Get out of here. Leighton Van Der Esch also had a neck strain. He's going to miss a month. That makes another nail in this coffin for the Cowboys season. Yeah, I said I was taking the 49ers in a shockingly easy win with Dak and the offense breaking down while Brock remained steady in the face of pressure. And both of those statements proved true. Dak threw six. He took four sacks in a game that showed the difference between a contender and a pretender. I love the energy here. I love how how amped you are about this Cowboys defeat. And, uh, dude, this is awesome. This was amazing. I sat out with Jesse in the freezing cold because it's cold in new york which sucks mm. and sat out with jesse watched this game outside smoked cigars drank beer and watched the cowboys get annihilated uh it was honored sick um the the 49ers get served up a piece of humble pie to the cowboys and they were like get the f- out of here we're the best team in the nfc um and it's really they really proved that it's just the eagles and the 49ers there's the only team in the nfc yeah. worth the discussion and um Lions as well, probably. Uh, I think they should be right right up there. But uh, Cowboys are not in the conversation for the top team in the NFL or top team in the NFC. So uh, get them out of here. Micah Parsons. I like Micah Parsons a lot, Um, even though he's a Cowboy. I liked him in college. Um, So it's really tough watching him with the Cowboys. He's really good, but with a non-factor. He was a non-factor. Receivers were a non-factor. Pollard was a non-factor. Dak Prescott continues to... To suck, and I don't know why he gets all the love that he does because he is f-ing terrible. His and his stats are inflated because he has really good games against really bad teams. But anytime he faces a good team, he does. The, de- the defense does most of the work for him most weeks. Like he yeah. doesn't have to yeah, do yeah, much. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah, this was great. Uh, start Trey Lance. Uh, get rid of Dak Prescott and Let's see what Trey Lance got. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Brock Purdy looks really good still yeah. in this, this offense, but still in Shanahan's Four offense, touchdowns. like you don't have to be the guy that gets 404 TDs. Like he just has to right. be a game manager. He doesn't have to be a gunslinger. He just has to not make mistakes. There's George Kittle. There's Ayuk. There's Debo Samuel. There's Christian McCaffrey, who's arguably an MVP candidate right now. Um, yep. And he's certainly going to run away with the offensive player of the year, especially with Justin Jefferson going down. So you have all those pieces around him. Yeah. NFC 49ers and Eagles book it. NFC championship. Yeah, honestly, I, I think so. Um, Brock Purdy is the perfect game manager, like you were saying. Um, he's 10-0 and 0 in regular season games now. That's nuts. They're Super Bowl bound, in my opinion. Uh, I know you think the Eagles are, but 49ers, Birds. baby. Go oh, Birds, see? baby. 
Kittle had three touchdowns in a I huge did. game. Did you see his shirt under yeah. his jersey? Dallas. <laughs> I love, I love it. it. I love it. Michael Parsons had something to say after the game about it, but I love it. I this love is it. a great game for me. And me. Okay. We're going a little long here, so let's let's move to Monday. Yeah. Monday night football. Um, this was just kind of a sad game for me. I thought the Packers should have won it, uh, but they didn't look too good. Packers went into Vegas and took on the Raiders, and the Raiders took it 17 to 13 and kind of a I don't know, a game. Is that the right term? I didn't like it. Yeah, I think that this was it wasn't a pretty game. Um, I think this was like the the deciding game for us this week and whether or not we were to come out the same record or I was going to come out ahead, but uh, this game, I picked the Raiders, and uh, they showed that um, you don't have to do be pray to win, but you just have to do enough. So uh, this was more of a a Jacoby Myers game than an Adams game. I thought it was going to be an Adams show out, but the Packers, I like Love. I don't know that he's 100% there right now. Uh, this is an off that yeah. defense that he should have put up points against with those receiving options that he has, and uh, yeah. he didn't. Uh, and I, I do think, like, I mean, Aaron Jones played this game, right? No, Aaron Jones was out. Um, without Aaron Jones, it, it shows how impactful he is in that lineup. I think mm-hmm. Aaron Jones just really expands the field uh, and allows more to be done that Dylan just does not allow. Yeah, uh, I think Jordan Love, uh, his decision-making just needs to improve. He's been throwing a lot of picks. He threw three more in this one um, in a tough game for him. The Raiders, they're not known for, like, a good defense, but Max Crosby was in his face, like, all day in this one. But Max Crosby's filthy. Yeah, he looked really good. He's an animal. I don't don't have too much else to really say about this one. No, No, I think that that one's one's pretty set, pretty shut. Uh, That's it. It's a wrap. That's it. That's a wrap. You heard it from Fred himself. Um, yeah, I forgot to say it in the beginning, but please like, comment, subscribe. If you liked what you see, if you didn't like what you see, comment anyway. Tell us we suck or something. Tell me that I suck at making picks because apparently I do. I don't know. But uh, yeah, let us know. Fred, where can people find us? Yeah, you can check us out on Instagram. Uh, we provide a lot of uh, fantasy insight there. Uh, check us out on Twitter. Check us out on TikTok. Uh, you can also uh, check us out wherever you get your podcast, and obviously here on YouTube. Uh, every Tuesday, we're going to be dishing out our recaps. Uh, sorry, every every Wednesday, we're going to be dishing out our recaps. Every Tuesday, we are going to be uh, putting up waiver wire predictions on on Instagram. Uh, every Thursday, we're going to be putting out um, Stardom Sitems, and then every Friday, we're going to release our predictions for the weekend. So stay tuned uh, and check out our links in the bio below. Uh, and like, subscribe, follow. Peace out, flea bags and flea bag nation. Later, y'all.